I don't know how to say goodbye to you. I've thought about this for weeks now. And I don't know how to say goodbye to you. Today I'm announcing my retirement. I will work one more week at the ticket, and my last day will be next Friday, June 23rd. I want to assure you, this is not health-related. So many of you have helped carry me through the last three years or so in which there were some serious health minutes. But it's it's not health-related. Know that you always understand that, that a moment like this is coming. It's coming for all of us. Donnie and I talked about it yesterday. Job and I talked about it on the phone. You don't know exactly when, but I think in all of us who have become addicted to this job, there's a dread that comes with it. Strangely, after telling my showmates yesterday morning and then telling what must have been 70 or 80 people in the staff room yesterday afternoon, I feel pretty content about this. You have no idea how much I love this job. But there's a next chapter in my life. I I will write. Ah, uh, I will start a podcast in September. Uh, I will travel with my Mary. I will come back to the ticket. This isn't me leaving here forever. I'll do fill-in work so Donnie can go to a Snoop Dogg concert. I'll, I'll do NBA and NFL draft. I'll do the Normathon. You must also understand that when Dan Bennett, my friend of 37 years now, we put together the KLIF morning show. It was the first all-sports morning show in a major market in America in 1986. My my friend Dan Bennett asked me at KLIF to come down to the ticket in the memory fades now, 98, somewhere in there, okay? I didn't want to come here. I, I did not want to come here. But as Dan explained to me, I had this contract. <laughs> this station has made me a better talk show host. I thought this station was full of wackos before I came down here. And now I've come to realize... There were only one or two. (laughs) I've come to respect these people so much. All of them. I've come to love them. I know it's fun for everybody to pit Gordon against against me, but I've got to single him out for just a moment. I thought when I got here, Gordon was a dangerous wacko. (laughs) That... Then I found out what an incredible brain he has. And then I found out 
that all that stuff on the air that sounds so wacky, that's the result of work. That That's the result of a lot of work. I'm, I'm going to so miss the people here. I love Donnie and Sean, DJ and Tyler. Of all my years together, I think this is the best crew I've ever worked with. Because we're all so different, and yet we're all so blended. Approaching this day, there's this jumble of feelings, of sadness, of anticipation, of emotion, of excitement. And yes, there have been and will still probably be some moments of grief. I love this job. I love you out there for listening, for emailing, for calling, for writing letters. Thank you for letting me have 48 years of a voice in this city. What will retirement look like? Well, I'm not sure. I'll still get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Then I'll have coffee. Then I'll tear through the sports page. But other than Mary, I won't have anybody to talk to. And she's still not sure about the teams in this area, what they are. (laughs) That has been 48 years now. Thank you. Thank all of you. This is a terrific city. These are wonderful fans. This may be the best city to do sports talk in in this country. I could tick off all of the other major cities and talk about things that may make me uncomfortable doing work in those cities. But this is a beautiful place. I am ready for whatever is next. But I have loved you. And I will miss this place. I'll miss you. And none of you can imagine how much. (laughs) (laughs) What? I knew it. I just knew it. (laughs) What? Bingo. Always comes back to Bud Dwyer. This is Norm's day. My goodness. This is Norm's day. This is not Bud Dwyer. Boy, this is Norm's day. Call Cat and complain about Gordon here after this this segment. (laughs) He needs to be fired. (laughs) You know, this place is so much fun to work at. And we have such amazing ratings now. But if we could somehow broadcast during the break conversations, (laughs) we would go through the literal roof in listenership. Now, that's content there. Yes. Now, 
We would have to use the beep button. I, I, I would have been on time. I would have been forced to retire if we <laughs> had some of the off-air conversations. <laughs> this would be my announcement. The right FCC now. would just wake up every morning and turn us on and get their pad out and start writing down. And yeah, that, we'd have to write check that. after nope. check Mm-mm. after get that. Well, we're it. gonna. Uh, well, Norm, I didn't ask you if I could say this, but I'm going to anyway. We are going to spend the rest of this week and all of next week as a celebration because Norm assured assured us yesterday and in this uh, the announcement that it's not health related. So that's great. And he's going out on his own terms. So we're going to try our best to get a lot of people that's going to talk and reminisce with Norm in this last week full time on the air as well as it should because you've earned and deserved every bit of the praise that you're getting from not only the musers but everyone else. That will try to uh, hopefully that will join us next week so we can uh, uh, send you off the right way, man. Yeah, we've hired a crew to run a phone line out to Kip Kino's house right now, like a <gasps> dedicated line, right, right. phone line. Do you know? I think they're on anal air now, <laughs> preparing to go over to uh, <laughs> the new airline. <laughs> you know, we talked to Kip just a couple of weeks ago, um, and that that's probably a person that Mary and I are going to go visit again. Um, but for 40 years, I worked alone. I mean, there was a, a few months over at WFAA as, as Leon moved away from the evening show and down to the morning for a few months. And then it was, it was me again. And it was me until Donnie. Uh, and that's eight. 2015. I can still remember the Godfather-like conversation we had in your hotel room in Oxnard to see if we were going to get this thing going. Was, These are the rules. I was really weirded out because, first of all, because ignore Norm, my nudity right now. At this moment. Norm was stretched out on the bed, and I was in the chair at the desk, and Kat was sitting on the other bed. And hey what's going on here? I don't know if I like this. I want to stay with Bob and Dan. Did you guys do the hotel room game where you jump from bed to bed and see if you could uh, ain't a uh, lamp one? Uh, See how far we could get. <laughs> like a long jump. Just yeah. laying in ten feet. Ten feet three oh, inches. You know, I admire you guys. We were at opposing stations for a while. And you knew a, an all sports station was coming to Dallas. You just knew it. They'd popped up a few other places in major cities in America. And they were they were starting to get a foothold. And once you guys moved to the morning, with no disparagement to the person who used to be on the morning. Here comes disparagement. No, no disparagement. <laughs> None at all. Okay. But he was a trash host. <laughs> once you guys moved to the morning, and once the afternoon was solidified, if you've got... Terrific morning and terrific afternoon. You've got the makings of a terrific station. And I am so proud to have been part of this with you because this station has just gotten bigger and bigger and more impactful in our community. I mean, last year, how much over a million dollars in charity did we raise last year? A lot, and you were responsible for most of that. About with yeah. 75, 80 percent of, of it. Of it yes. you, you all have your charities, and you raise a ton of money for them. And there, there are so many of them. And 
that's what a powerful station should do. Mm-hmm. It should reach back out into its community and say, what can we do for you? And and each of you, everybody at this station has done this. They've figured out, where can I reach back? And and I've I've loved working here. You can't imagine how I'm going to miss this place. Uh, you, you just can't imagine. It's going to be weird walking down the hallway before our show's done, about 30 minutes or so before you guys come in. And I always go in and talk to you, try to pump you up, do a little pep rally. <laughs> That's just going to be so strange. <laughs> Don't try to pump me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's going to be so strange not seeing you there. And you say that, yeah, it was inevitable here where we're going to have sports talk radio. It wouldn't have happened if Norm Hitchkiss had not done morning drive radio on KLIF starting 1985. Was that the first year? 86, January 86. And first I'm, one in the country. Craig first and I used to listen to that in college and think, this is amazing. Every day a sports show in the morning? Yeah. I mean, it was groundbreaking. Yeah. Well, Dan Bennett and uh, Ed Bush, if you remember that name. Oh, yeah. Big name in our our, um, our history in radio. And he was consulting about moving KLIF to talk. Yeah, full talk. And they came to see me and said, would you be interested? Because then I was working at Home Sports Entertainment. And I said, well, I... I love what I'm doing. I love doing Ranger baseball games. And I, I love doing Maverick basketball games and doing all sorts of other crazy stuff at HSC. About six announcers to do about 50 events. And and I said, well, what about a sports talk show in the morning? And they mulled that over. And the idea started to grow legs. And suddenly we were on the air. And... For three hours, we're going to even three full fill three hours, and and now we fill twenty four hours. Yeah, uh, you are the reason that we have to wake up at four in the morning. Thanks, now. Norm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we would watch Norm the night before doing a Maverick or Ranger game, and then listen to him the next day. Yeah. I don't know how you did that. How many years did you do that from eighty six till when ninety? 95. Holy Man. cow. The hardest year was the year at ESPN. When I left the Ranger broadcast for one year and went to ESPN. And I was the first non-jock hired to do one of the big sports since Howard Cosell. And would do two baseball games a week on ESPN. And it was scattered all over the country. I might be in Cincinnati on Tuesday and San Diego on Friday. And then the next week, I'd be in Cleveland on Tuesday, and I'd be in Colorado on on Friday. And I took the, the big case of stuff around with me and <laughs> plugged it into the, I know how to do this. I'm not a plug in the INS. ISDN, thank you. I knew there were initials in there somewhere. Um and it was crazy, but you know, you all know of this. Do you know how this business gets in your blood? You love it. You love, you love the kind of 
relationship you have with an audience. And we all know it here because the audience is our family here. This station reaches out in the community more than any other station in this city. And that's why the ticket keeps winning Marconi's. That's why you're the personalities of the year, for heaven's sakes. And it's been an honor to be here. It will be hard not being here. I have all of your emails. <laughs> so you may get an email saying, That's fine. Did you consider this when you talked about this? Bring it on. That's fine. Lads yeah, and cheers. You got all the hotline the, number, call up. All the lads and all the cheers. By the way, the honor is on this side of the table, Norm. Trust yeah. us. Yeah. All the honor is over here. Yeah. Thank you. Been a privilege. You paved the way. Thank you, lads. Tech just hit the ugliest field goal. <laughs> Boy, that's an ender right there. <laughs> Fellas, thank you so much. Thank you. Really thank you, Norm. Thank you for sticking Congratulations. around. Congratulations. Bye, lads. Our show Norm. announcement. Salute. Norm announces retirement next week, next Friday. Will be Norm's last full time day here, ten to noon on the ticket. Uh, <laughs> ten feet, ten feet three inches. You know, I admire you guys. We were at opposing stations for a while, and you knew a, an all sports station was coming to Dallas. You just knew it. They'd popped up a few other places in major cities in America, and they were they were starting to get a foothold. And once you guys move to the morning, with no disparagement to the person who used to be on the morning. Here comes disparagement. No, no disparagement. <laughs> no, no. Okay. But he was a trash host. <laughs> once you guys move to the morning, and once the afternoon was solidified, if you've got terrific morning and terrific afternoon you've got the makings of a terrific station and i am so proud to have been part of this with you because this station has just gotten bigger and bigger and more impactful in our community i mean last year how much over a million dollars in charity did we raise last year? A lot, and you were responsible for most of that. About with 75, 80% of it. You all have your charities, and you raise a ton of money for them. And there, there are so many of them. And that's what a powerful station should do. Mm -hmm. It should reach back out into its community and say, what can we do for you? And and each of you, everybody at this station has done this. They've figured out, where can I reach back? And and I've, I've loved working here. You can't imagine how I'm going to miss this place. Uh, you, you just can't imagine. It's going to be weird walking down the hallway before our show's done, about 30 minutes or so before you guys come in. And I always go in and talk to you, 
Try to pump you up, the little pep rally. That's just going to be so strange. (laughs) Don't try to pump me up. Um, (laughs) That's going to be so strange not seeing you there. And you say that, yeah, it was inevitable here where we're going to have sports talk radio. It wouldn't have happened if Norm Hitchkiss had not done morning drive radio on KLIF starting 1985. Was that the first year? 86. January of 86. First one in the country. Craig and I used to listen to that in college and think, this is amazing. Every day a sports show in the morning? Yeah. I mean, it was groundbreaking. Yeah. Well, Dan Bennett and uh, Ed Bush, if you remember that name. Oh, yeah. Big name in our, our, um, our history in radio. And he was consulting about moving KLIF to talk. And full talk. And they came to see me and said, would you be interested? Because then I was working at Home Sports Entertainment. And I said, well, I... I love what I'm doing. I love doing Ranger baseball games. And I, I love doing Maverick basketball games and doing all sorts of other crazy stuff at HSC. About six announcers to do about 50 events. And and I said, well, what about a sports talk show in the morning? And they mulled that over. And the idea started to grow legs. And suddenly we were on the air. And... For three hours, we're going to even three full fill three hours, and and now we fill twenty four hours. Yeah, uh, you are the reason that we have to wake up at four in the morning. Now. Thanks, Norm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we would watch Norm the night before doing a Maverick or Ranger game, and then listen to him the next day. Yeah. I don't know how you did that. How many years did you do that? From eighty six till when ninety. 95. Holy Man. cow. The hardest year was the year at ESPN. When I left the Ranger broadcast for one year and went to ESPN. And I was the first non-jock hired to do one of the big sports since Howard Cosell. And would do two baseball games a week on ESPN. And it was scattered all over the country. I might be in Cincinnati on Tuesday and San Diego on Friday. And then the next week, I'd be in Cleveland on Tuesday, and I'd be in Colorado on on Friday. And I took the, the big case of stuff around with me and <laughs> plugged it into the, I know how to do this. I know how to plug in the INS. I, ISN. Line. Comrade, there ISDN. Yep. ISDN, thank there you. you. I knew there were initials in there somewhere. <laughs> um and it was crazy, but you know, you all know of this. You know how this business gets in your blood. You love it. You love. You love the kind of relationship you have with an audience, and we all know it here because the audiences are family here. This station reaches out into the community more than any other station in this city. And that's why the ticket keeps winning Marconi's. That's why you're the personalities of the year, for heaven's sakes. And it's been an honor to be here. It will be hard not being here. I have all of your emails. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you may get an email saying, "That's fine." Did you consider this when you talked about it? <laughs> Bring it on! That's fine, lads yeah, and cheers. You got the hotline number? Call up all the lads and all the cheers. By the way, the honor is on this side of the table, Norm. Trust yeah. us. Yeah. All the honor is over here. Yeah, thank you. Been a privilege. You paved the way. Thank you, lads. Tech just hit the ugliest field goal. <laughs> Boy, that's an ender right there. <laughs> Fellas, thank you so much. Thank you. Really thank appreciate you, Norm. It. Thank you for sticking Congratulations. around. Congratulations. Bye, lads. Love you, Norm. show announcement. Salute. Norm announces retirement next week, next Friday, will be Norm's last full-time day here, 10 to noon on the ticket.